This is Jeff Billard, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Are you ready for more fifth dimensional adventures with me, Dick Dynamo, also known as the Quint? Dick, breakfast is ready. Wait a moment, dear. Let me finish shaving. Wow. Martian roasted steaks and jellyfish bacon. Looks fantastic. Star coffee, dude? Yes, please. You know, briefcase, there is something special about today. I can just feel it. Where's the paper? I'm sorry, Dick, I forgot. Well, that's okay. But you've gotten pretty lazy about it. Don't let it happen again. Anyway. It's time to get going, briefcase. Places to be and things to hit. Look out, world! Here comes. Son of a! Oh! Yeah! Oh! Ah! Oh! Son of a dick dynamo! Who the hell left this lead-filled basket on my doorstep? Hooligans! Immigrants! Ne'er do wells! What? I know what this is. It looks like a small robo baby. Damn irresponsible robo moms dumping babies wherever they feel like it. If they don't want them, they shouldn't be making them. Dick, my sensors reveal that there are no robo individuals in the area. God! I can't take care of a robo baby. An important person like myself can't sit around playing nursemaid to a noisy bundle of circuits. How do you shut this damn thing down? Dick, the responsible thing to do would be to call robot control and have them take it to the robot pan. Uh, make it so, briefcase. Oh, baby robot Now my whole dang morning is ruined. And I was going to go save the voluptuous purple-skinned milkmaid women of Venus today! Hey, neighbor, what do you have there? Oh, Widow Jenkins. Uh, you look hydrated this morning. Did you happen to hear the clank of robotic feet down our hall today? Somebody or something left a robo-baby on my doorstep this morning. Oh, a robo-baby? Let me see him. Oh, look at that precious metal. You don't know the first thing about taking care of a robo-baby, do you? I've raised five of my own, and just taking care of one's a full-time job. You have to change your oil at least four times a day, replace their burned-out fuses. I always told you your galley batting around the galaxy would land you with a bundle of responsibility someday. I really <laughs> have to. Oh, let me tell you about my grandson. Uh, I'm pretty busy. Uh, 
I'll talk to you later. <laughs> well, my grandson is <laughs> cute. Okay, thank you, Widow Jenkins. Bye-bye uh, now. My This thing is one ugly piece of work. It looks like a fire hydrant with appendages. Those lifeless shiny glass eyes, the cold welded on buttons, and that grotesque aluminum bow on its head. Why does this have to happen to me? Why today? Briefcase, did you call robot control? Yes, dude. Well, call them again. And where's my paper? Called about an orphan robot? Hey, hey, get, go get the mega clampers, boys! I have the piece of junk right here! Well, so long, bane of my morning. What? What did it say? Oh, it, it said it needs data. Uh, they always say things like that. Did he say, need data? Unhand him. Nobody is taking my son. Whoa, 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 sir. You don't understand how dangerous these things can be. You have to contain it. How about you contain my fist with your face? Look, perfect fit. All right, all right, we'll go. I just hope you don't live to regret this. How could I ever regret you? My robo son. This Justin from the future. Dick Dynamo was the premier test pilot for the USAF. On the mission in the new experimental AS-400 rocket, a malfunction occurred, thrusting him into a tear in the fabric of time and space. It was there that he acquired knowledge of the fifth dimensional arts. And now, with his computational briefcase possessing powers far beyond those of mere mortal briefcases, he is... Dick Dynamo, the fifth dimensional man! Oh boy! Didn't we have fun today, Robo-san? How about that fair? I threw away so many caramel apples and pretended you ate them. And how about when we got you that ice cream and it dripped into your circuits and I had to reboot you? Good times, good times. But what am I going to do with you now? I'm way too busy to stay home and take care of you. If only you were big enough to go to school, then I could dump you there, and you would be their problem while I'm gone. Dick, I may be of assistance. Initiate growing process. Oh. Look at you! Robo-son Jr! You're growing up so fast! Dada, I hate you. I need the car keys. I have a date. No. No briefcase. You. Go back. Go back. You. Younger. Younger. You. Dada, I love you. You're my hero. I want to be just like you. Ah, perfect. All right, son. Get some sleep. 
Tomorrow's your first day of school! Yes, Miss Jenkins, meet Robo Son Jr. Well, I have no doubt he'll grow up to be a fine Robo Man someday. You know, Mr. Dynamo, you should really think about settling down. Every boy needs some water. I'll get right on that, Miss Jenkins. Uh, have a good day now. Bye bye. Bye bye, Robo Baby. I dropped my new shiny robo-son at school that morning, and then I was off to fight the fancy feather-fingered fiends of Farnar Fribe! Annihilate Dick Dynamo! Beat him with your feather fingers! Use your feather hands to destroy him! Unsheath your feather finger and hit him with it in the face! Before I knew it, the time had come for me to pick up Junior. Oh, okay. Seriously, guys. I gotta go pick up my son. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. Briefcase! Teleport me back to my car. I have to pick up my son at Benedict Arnold Elementary in the third dimension. Dick, teleporting now. I pulled up to the school, and like any proud father would do, I hailed my son. Hey! Hey! Not you! Hey! 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 Yeah, yeah, you! Hey! Get in the car! Father, get out of the car and come to my coordinates. Meet my flesh friends. Ah, uh, there you are. Sorry, I'm just trying to do what I've seen other fathers do. Yes, it's me. Here, have some tarmite cigarettes. Plenty for everybody. Wow, I want to be just like you when I grow up. Well, Tubby, you better start losing weight and smoking now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look! <coughs> I'm Dick Dynamo! Oh, it's time to go! Dada! What are those long-haired, memory-endowed humans that my flesh companion units obey? Well, son, let me get down on one knee and explain it to you. Mothers are magical creatures with lips of honey and could do the most simple things, such as cooking and cleaning. When one wears out and starts talking a lot, you can replace that mother with a younger, fresher model. All right, son, let's get you home and I'll splash water on you and we can watch the sparks together. Mr. Dynamo, wait! Can Robo Sun Jr. come over to our house for dinner and spend the night? Oh, may I, Tata? It would be ever so much fun! Well, 
Alright. You have fun with Tubby. At least I know you'll be well fed. Relieved of my fatherly duties for the night, I drove home and snuggled up with a bottle of scotch, falling asleep on the couch. <laughs> Well, who's there? I have a briefcase! It is I, Data! Oh, oh. You're home early. Did you have a good time? Yes, I had a sufficient time. I arrived home with all of my components successfully. What was that? Well, anyways, just give me a call next time and I'll, I'll I'll come pick you up. Yes, Data. The next morning, I drove my robot son to school. Just as I dropped him off, I received a call from Mayor White about some nasty business that happened downtown. So I drove to the scene. Well, uh, so I slipped her one of these in her Venusian vodka. Really? Well, what kind of effect did it have, eh? Oh, they'll just turn into cuddly little ragdolls on you. So I swung by the general store to pick up some flash bulbs and took her back to my apartment. Oh, oh, hey, Dick. Hello, Mayor White. Oh, I'm sorry I'm late. Who's the maple sucker? Why, this is Detective Jacques Dupree. <laughs> He's straight in from Canada. Really? So, <laughs> what kind of cases do you deal with up there? Moose homicide? Maple syrup drownings? <laughs> Not quite, Mr. Dynamo. What we have here is the latest in a grisly string of homicides that have plagued us up in Canada. Now it looks like it's come to nest here in America, and I have come to help. So maybe together we can figure out what this is all about. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> yeah, 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 say it again. Say what again? That, that last part, you know. What, what you said there at the end? Uh, maybe we can figure out what this is all about? <laughs> no! That is it! What do you think this is? Shut up! This is a very serious matter. Families have been butchered and torn apart. Look around you. Do you find that spleen in the corner funny? Do you think guts strung from the ceiling fan are hilarious? You're standing in a pile of blood up to your ankles! No! You shut up! Up in Canada, you may be able to go from crime scene to crime scene with your nose up in the air, using logic and reasoning to solve crimes. But here in America, all we have is our sense of humor. And if we didn't learn to laugh at ourselves, we would all be dead! All right, all right. You two calm down. I think we got off on the wrong foot here. Let's just get down to business. Dick, the pile of remains you're standing in right now used to be Tubby Anderson's family. Tubby? Tubby Anderson? My robo-son was here last night! Robo-son? Why, I have at least five of those myself that I know of. I never see or talk to them, but there's a few out there. Every now and then, they'll send me macaroni pictures asking for upgrade money. So your son was here. Do you think he saw anything abnormal? Well, I don't know. He didn't say anything about it last night. But I'll ask him about it when I get home. Dick, we have an incoming call. Excuse me. 
I have to take this. Doctor, may I have dinner over at Billy's Miss House tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'll pick you up around nine. Oh, and son, be careful out there. I spent the rest of the day going over the crime scene with the maple sucker of Mayor White. After endless fingerprinting and hours collecting evidence, it was time for me to go pick up my son. Tata, could you open the trunk? What was that? What was what? That noise just now. One moment while processing fabrication. Arithmetic books. What about the Smith family? Aren't they going to come out and say hi? They are currently in off mode. Oh, okay. Well, son, did you see anything out of the ordinary over at the Andersons last night? Nothing I didn't participate in. Data, will you tell me more about mothers? Why do they scream so much? Companion Tubby's mother was in constant state of scream mode last night. Well, son, there is a dark magic that I didn't tell you about mothers earlier. Sometimes they become overwhelmed at even the simplest of tasks, and can become completely irrational at any given moment. What you're going to do at that point is go on a long walk with your favorite drink, or go to the basement and start working with power tools and your favorite cocktail. Eventually, they tire themselves out and are normal again. Then you can order them to do more tasks and chores. Maybe Miss Jenkins would have some more insight for you. She's been a mother five times, I remind you. Good morning, world! Are you ready for more adventures with Dick Dynamo and his robo-son, Junior? Well, he's not in his recharging pen. He's nowhere to be found. Oh, maybe, maybe he walked to school this morning. Briefcase, have you seen Robo Son Jr. this morning? Dick, he left earlier this morning. He did not see his objective. Well, I'm sure he's staying out of trouble. Um, I'm positive. He's probably going to school early to study. Yeah, studying. Oh, and look, he forgot his robo-lunch. I better go over to school and give it to him.
time I get started. No time to talk today, Widow Jenkins. Oh. She's not out this morning. That's odd. Uh, sh she must be, uh, sleeping in. As I pulled up to the school, bawling children were being dropped off by their fathers. Men in unironed shirts and others with loose ties, as if they had forgotten how to tie them. All the children were in pajamas, and what seemed to be everything in their wardrobe slapped onto them. As their fathers tried desperately to help them bottle up their emotions, a little girl wearing what looked like clown makeup stumbled up to my car. She was swallowed in a woman's dress and had oversized mismatched high heels. What is going on here? My daddy said I can wear whatever I want. Where? Where's your mother? You smell like sin. What? I have pancakes. Mommy's gone. I'm going to be the mommy now. I need new stockings. I have to cook father dinner. My job is to obey. Very good. You'll make a fine wife someday. Now run along to school. Madness! All around me! I quickly retreated back to the car. Dick, you have an incoming call. Put him through, briefcase. This is Detective Jacques Dupree, Mr. Dynamo. We have a crisis on our hands. Mothers are missing from all over the city. In some cases, there's a puddle of blood. In others, there's nothing left behind at all, eh? We need your help. All right, I'm on the case. No, no, it isn't true. I don't want to believe it. No, no, not my robo son. Damn it, Dick. All the pieces. They fit together, man. It could only be. No! My sweet, innocent robot child. So I slipped for one of these in her reducing vodka. No. No. Yes. No. 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 No, no. But yes. No, yes. No. 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 But it has to be. No. Not my dear, sweet robot son. How could a thing of metal and circuits such as he hurt another human being? Why? Why? at the apartment building. I hesitated for a moment. Knowing what I may find, 
As I walked down the hallway, I passed Widow Jenkins' apartment. Her door was wide open, her radio still on. I continued to my door, and with a deep breath, I opened it. There was a blood path from the door into the kitchen. Robo Sun Jr. was washing up in the sink. Son, is there something you want to tell me? Yes, Father. I have made you the perfect gift for your birthday. Follow me to the basement. Yes, son. Show me. I followed Robo Sun Jr. into the dark, damp basement. As I reached the bottom, my feet began to stick to the steps, and a foul odor filled the air. Before I knew it, I was ankle deep in crimson liquid. I heard the sounds of flies buzzing around my face as I waded deeper into the pool. From the corner of my eye, I caught glimpses of rows of oversized mason jars from the hazy light of a small window, each one filled with amber liquid containing lumps of misshapen flesh. Some of the foul things still twitched in their watery prisons. Witness my labor, Father! Each one of these were failures. Look upon them! They represent my love for you. Each one screamed and screamed, but I finally made one that did not scream. Please, Father, turn on the lights. I fumbled for the light switch and flip it on. The sound of a light bulb bursting echoed to the basement. I was showered with sparks. In the dim light, I saw two electrodes leading from the broken light socket into a writhing, convulsing pile of decayed flesh on the floor. It flopped around like a bisected grub. It snapped and groaned into an upright position. To my horror, I saw the lower half of the creature consisted of a walker with one twig like appendage to push itself along. As I held back vomit, its upper torso looked like nine sewn together flesh bags filled with mayonnaise, pus spewing out of every crevice. The creature had what looked like three arms coming out of its back that were similar to loosely packed sausage casings. And on top of this monstrous pile of rotting death, was a disgusting combination of Widow Jenkins' head, crudely stitched together with Tubby's mother's face. The creature rasped breath from a throat hole extended from its chin to where its nose would be. A swollen tongue looked at its sparse, mismatched teeth, and crowning the entire terror pile was a blonde horsehair wig from a Woolsworth catalog. Slowly raising its head, it locked three eyes on me and gurgled. <laughs> All right, boys. I've got some hot dogs drawing out in the sink for you. I'm headed to the bingo hall for happy hour. Don't wait up. Son, let's go take a walk. Son, do you have a dream? I guess what I'm trying to say is, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would like to work in a factory! 
boxes? I want to revolutionize the box world, father. Whoa, whoa, son. Settle down. A robot working on an assembly line. Maybe you should shoot for something a little bit more realistic. But, father, the teacher told me I could achieve anything I put my mind to. Well, son, we'll see. We'll see. Look over there, son. You see that empty field? Past the cars in the salvage yard. That's where we're going to build your box factory. Can you see it? Can you see it, boy? Look real hard. I cannot locate any type of structure in that direction, father. You gotta look harder, son. Imagine it. Yes, I see it, Tata. I see it. What do you see, boy? Tell me. I see a large building. Yes. I see metal and concrete. Look closer, son. Closer. I see assembly lines. Closer, boy. Cardboard. Closer. More cardboard. Closer. Keep looking. Red, green, blue. Red, green, blue. Red, green, blue. Closer. Concentrate. Keep looking at it. One more thing, son. I love you. slipped from my hands. I was exhausted. I was more exhausted than when I fought the fancy feathered fingered fiends of Farnar 5 for three days straight. I left the salvage yard and my heart. Detective Jacques Dupree was waiting for me. So, I guess you saw everything. You come to take me in? No, Dick. I think you've suffered long enough. I knew you would do the right thing in the end, eh? You know, love is a funny thing. It can give you an entire world, but then it can take that world into a salvage yard and smash its adorable head in with a lead pipe. Yes, Dick. I understand, eh? And then, love may take those pieces and throw those into a trash compactor. Smash them into little cubes, which love then stacks into the very image of your beloved. I understand. Then, take a pipe and smash it again. But what I'm really trying to say is as long as it gets the paper in the morning, that's what counts. That's what counts. Let's go get a drink, Dick. Hop on my moose, and I'll give you a ride back in the tune.
that was in the bathroom. The mirror's a glowing portal with some lizard man staring out of it. And then the doctor pulled a gun on me! No way! What did he do then, eh? I pulled a burlap bag over my head and begged him to shoot me! Outstanding! Hey, 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 guys! Guys! Oh, Mayor White. I found the most incredible woman. She'll do anything. I mean, anything! Wait, wait, here she comes. Uh, say, uh, say something good about me. Talk about me being mayor, so she's real impressed. Well, who's the lucky lady? There she is. Over here, honey cups. There you are, handsome. Give me some sugar. Oh, God, Mayor. It smells like rotten trout and cream corn. Mayor, that is the worst thing I ever smelled. And I've been to the dimension of horrible aromas. Well, are you two just going to stand there and stare? Or are you going to join in? Oh, gross! Oh. I left two more mouths on my butt. Oh, Don't no, worry, no, they no, won't no, burn. No, stop. No, no. Come here, you, and hey, give me some hey, shit. Oh. 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 oh, that is just atrocious. Oh, God. Oh, Now, stay tuned for a public service announcement. Hello, listeners. I know we talked about a very troubling subject tonight, and let us not make light of a problem that shakes our very nation to the core. Of course, I'm speaking about marijuana, cannabis sativa, or as your kids may call it, Mary Jane, Captain Green Sticks, Groovy Roots, or Beat Bouncers. But to defeat this menace, we must first identify what makes this green woman of seduction so inviting, and that is the way it makes you feel. Partakers describe it as euphoria, or ultra-spiky slim happiness. This, of course, is bad, because when we feel good about ourselves, we don't really accomplish anything. And that is the danger. A nation of people content with themselves. What would happen to our monuments and our wars if we didn't feel bad enough about ourselves to maintain them? Well, I can certainly say that is not a world I wish to be a part of. So say no to feeling good. Say no to marijuana. This is Dick Dynamo saying goodbye and good night. Dick Dynamo is recorded in sunny Rogers, Arkansas. All the important stuff is done by John Baker, Grant Cottrell, Anthony Myers, J.C. Dalton, and Eldon Calger. Be sure to check out www.dickdynamo.com for more suspense and adventure. This is your announcer, Hans Manley, signing off.
Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E dot com. Mm-hmm.